0: This week's parsha is Parsha's Tazria. Tazria begins with the story of a woman who gives birth, and the different halachas, the different laws that come after birth, specifically in regarding to various sacrifices that she would bring afterward in the Beis Hamikdash in the Holy Temple uh, in honor of her, the birth that she uh, that she gave the child that she had, um, and it's a lot of intricate laws. And in a certain situations, she would have an obligation to bring two birds as sacrifices in the Beis HaMikdash. One bird was brought as an Ola sacrifice, one as a Chatas sacrifice. Um, and then there's the situation where sometimes she might donate and like offer or commit to bring additional sacrifices. And there is a Mishnah in a tractate called Kinim, which is a tractate full of intricate halachos about sacrifices in the Beis HaMikdash. And the Mishnah discusses um, situations where there are doubts that arise whether she fulfilled her obligation or not. And those doubts can arise from a number of places without getting too detailed. Um, Being that she has to bring two sacrifices, one chatas and one ola, they're offered differently in the Beis Mikdash. One, the service is done on the top of the Mizbeach, or the top part, one the bottom part. And therefore there could very well be question as to, Did the Kohen do it properly or did he not? That's one question that might arise. Another question she might have is she doesn't remember exactly what she committed, what she didn't commit. And the Mishnah goes through various circumstances and cases and says that there are times where though there was only initially one offering that was obligated, but because of all the different doubts that may have um, uh, arisen or, or... all the different doubts that may have happened occurred, so now she's obligated to bring seven or eight sacrifices just to make sure that she's fulfilling her obligation. And the Mishnah then finishes with a very interesting statement by Rabbi Yehoshua. And Rabbi Yehoshua says that this is what people say, that when you have a keves, you have a, um, a sheep, when the sheep is alive, it has one voice. After, it's, after it, it died, then it turns into seven or eight voices. How is that? Because now you can use the various different parts of the sheep to create various musical instruments. And he talks about, uh, he talks about the uh, legs, and he talks about horns, depending on the type of animal, obviously, um, and the skin and the intestine. And each of these can be used to create a different instrument. So when it was a live animal, it had one voice, and now it has seven or eight. That's what Rabbi Yeshua says. And he relates that back to the halacha of the woman who gave birth by saying that here too, initially she had one obligation, one, one carbon, one, one obligation to bring a certain offering, but now because of doubts and because of questions that have risen, so now she has to bring seven offerings, eight offerings. So that's similar to that sheep that started out with one voice, but now it has seven because of the musical instruments that one makes from the different parts of the sheep. That's what it says in the Mishnah. And the Rebbe analyzes this. What exactly was Rabbi Yeshua adding to the conversation with this interesting analogy? of the sheep that died, and has the seven voices instead of the one voice, how does that help us understand the halacha? What's he really adding here? And first, from a halachic perspective, from a halachic perspective, the idea is that here we have all these offerings that are being brought in the Baisa Mikdash that are only because of doubt, only because of mistakes, because things weren't done properly, and we don't know, was it done correctly, and therefore we're bringing one, and then another, and then a third. And the question is, are these real offerings? I mean, it would seem there was one obligation, and that was, that's gone, and now we're bringing seven um, offerings just because maybes, because maybe this happened, maybe that happened, maybe there was another question. So, so the, the, the question at hand is, how real are these? Are these real offerings? Um, and in fact, we're not allowed to just bring in the Holy Temple uh, sacrifices if they're not obligations. Are these really obligatory offerings? And what Rabbi Yeshua is saying, he's saying, yes. <clears throat> They're just like by that sheep. Initially there was one voice, now it's seven voices, now it's seven sounds. But all those seven are considered the extension, the continuation of that one voice of the sheep. So there was the one voice of the sheep when it's alive. Now it's dead, and it turns into seven or eight. But those seven or eight are not seen as new entities, but merely an extension and an expression of that initial voice. And in the same ways with these... Karbanes, these sacrifices that are brought because of doubt, they're not seen as you know quasi or maybe they're sacrifices. They're all an extension of the initial obligation, that now that obligation has become to bring these seven or eight sacrifices. <coughs> Excuse me. That's from the Allahic perspective, and, and there's so much more detail to it, but we'll leave it at that for the Allahic side of the story. But it, as we know, everything has a deeper uh, meaning in Torah, and what it alludes to as well. And let's talk about that. The idea here of giving birth, and again the name of the pastor is to give birth, the Navi prophet calls Geula, calls redemption, and Golos, exile the least to redemption, um, birth pangs and birth. Ultima- ultimately exile, and all the difficulties that we endure throughout exile. Whether it was the first exile in Mitzrayim in Egypt that later resulted in the redemption. And you see as Mitzrayim, the exodus from Egypt. Or the final exile that we're in now, waiting for the coming of Mashiach. Exile is compared to birth pings. And birth, birth is geula, is redemption. When things are back to the way they're supposed to be, we come back home where, where everything is the way it's supposed to be, that's birth, that's the simcha that we're awaiting for. And yes, birth pains before birth are painful. And yet, when we know that that's to bring us to birth, that makes that pain endurable. We know we're headed somewhere. We know there's a reason for what's going on. And the great, the great pain is only there to bring us to a great level of joy. It's interesting that this Rabbi Yoshua, who's the one who says the uh, metaphor or the analogy of the sheep, with the seven with the initial one voice and then the seven voices, Rabbi Yeshua compared Klal Yisrael, the Jewish people, to a sheep. He says, we're like one sheep, and we're in exile surrounded by wolves. We're surrounded by those who don't like us, and many, in many cases want to hurt us, and yet Hashem watches over us. And Rabbi Yeshua talks about the one voice and the seven. What's he referring to in an allegoric way? And the Rabbi explains, we're here in the end of exile, and we're waiting for redemption. And sometimes we might think how can we be redeemed? Are we worthy enough? After all, our ancestors, they were great. They were holy. Talk about the, the, the initial ancestors, the Aves, the Imayas, the Sadikim of bygone times. They were great and holy people, perhaps way more deserving. Not perhaps, for sure way more deserving than, than we are today. And one might say, are we really the same as they are, is our avodah, is our service of Hashem, is the way we act, is it really the same story? Are we worthy? Are we, an, are we a continuation? Are we an extension of them? After all, there's been so much dissent throughout Golos, throughout the exile. Perhaps we're a new entity, we're a different entity. Perhaps we're not deserving. We're not an extension of them. Says Rabbi Yeshua, no. Says Rabbi Yeshua, no. Just like that sheep, that it had one voice, And then through death, which seems quite negative, that voice just multiplied and became more and more. But it's all an extension of that one initial voice. Don't look at it as something new and different, but rather as an extension of that initial voice. Says Rabbi Yeshua, that's the story of us today. Yes, we don't have that one clarity of the tzaddikim of old, of our ancestors, that had that one open, clear relationship with Hashem and that was it. Yeah, today we're different and we're all over the place and we're at a lower level, but it's merely an extension. And in fact, to take it a step further, Rabbi Shua says, the more we descend, the more voices there are. But those more voices are all an extension of the one. In other words, the descent of exile, the descent of golus, the descents in our own life, only multiply us and make us more and make us stronger, and but not to be seen as something new and different, but it's an extension and expression of that initial entity, and therefore, of course, says Rabbi Hoshua, we're ready for the birth, the birth of Gula, the birth of redemption. Though it might seem that on an external level that there's been change, that we're lesser, but to the of the contrary, we're only more and an extension of the same of what we always truly were. This, therefore, is a very powerful message when we talk about redemption, which is so apropos to this week, <coughs> in which this Shabbos is Rosh Chodesh Nisan, the beginning of the month of Nisan, which is the, called the month of our redemption. As the Gemara says, nigalu, in the, the month of Nisan, we were initially redeemed from Mitzrayim. Of course, Pesach re, um, commemorates the initial redemption of Klal Yisrael, the Gula of Mitzrayim, And the Gemara says, And Nisan is the month that's most apropos for the Geula, for the ultimate redemption that we're awaiting with the coming of Mashiach. And therefore, this message of Rabbi Yehoshua in relation to the Parsha of the week, of the sacrifices of the woman who gives birth, to remember and to know that yes, things might seem different and we might seem less deserving. Um, And yet... It's only, we're, it's one Am Yisrael Chai, it's one Kalal Yisrael that continues and is an extension and an expression of what it always was, has only multiplied and strengthened, and Emris Hashem, this Nisan, we should merit that great geula, that great redemption with the coming of Mashiach Sidkenu. Have a wonderful Shabbos.